All right, everybody, welcome to episode five of the Superhouse Podcast. My name is Andrew I'm from Los Angeles. Uh, somebody else introduce yourself. Uh, this is Pete. <laughs> we got raised hands. This is James from Los Angeles. Uh, this is Maddie from. One more time, James. Uh, this is James from Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, this is Maddie from Cincinnati. Stefan from Denver. <laughs> Damn it. All right, cool. And just another uh, quick explanation. Um, we are uh, college friends that have been separated for a while, for about some of us 10 years or so, and we're just reconnecting in this podcast form, and uh, we like to talk about the things we're interested, such as comic books, comic book video games, or comic book movies a lot of the time, comic book TV, and then also we'll like to sometimes um, get out of the nerd zone a little bit and talk about um, travel or even news and politics sometimes as well. Um but uh, in the first block, we're going to get right into it and uh, talk about um, if anybody listening out there has listened to the uh, Johnson <laughs> Johnson and Bush podcast that was released last week. Johnson had a lot to say about, <laughs> about uh, uh, quote unquote feminism and his thoughts about that. Did you guys have anything to add to that conversation? Did you listen to it? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. There, I've been I heard things from just what israel was commenting on was sound like not that great <laughs> yeah yeah i hadn't i hadn't listened johnson to it, really yeah. let let loose yeah he really did yeah i was i mean i wasn't surprised but i was like you know we're recording right <laughs> we lose Maddie? oh boy real imagine his opinions on on feminism or anything for that matter they always seem to be pretty uh pretty staunch all right so just to explain to the listener maddie uh hasn't doesn't have internet yet and so he's at a starbucks and uh he was with us for a little bit and then he's, I think he starbucks. left as soon as we started uh to actually get into the podcast but uh yeah um my only he, he could he could pop up again in any second and uh he'll be here but uh yeah, so my uh, what I was thinking was, I'm like sitting there listening to Johnson. I was like, "You're, you know, we're recording this, right?" That's it. That's the main thing I was thinking, and um, <laughs> I was actually a bit hesitant to release oh, that one at yeah. first, and then, uh, and then I listened to it, listened to the whole thing, and I was like, uh, "At least, at least I don't come off that bad." <laughs> now I really yeah, want to so listen. I was like, to it. "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not incriminated, so I think I'm okay." Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I guess, uh, that's, we can move on quickly from that unless that's, that's all we got from that particular conversation. Yeah. Um, let's just move on to the big topic. So, so Batman vs Superman finally came out. Um, I actually asked to get open opening remarks about this one, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. I've been a Man of Steel apologist for like three years now. If you guys probably can tell that from my post, my <laughs> Facebook post. But um, I, uh, I mean, like when I first saw Man of Steel, I was really, I was actually kind of moved by it. I don't know why. I was moved. I've really, really moved by it. I even started going to the gym a lot because of being in a Superman at this time. And uh, I don't know. It just had that effect on me. I didn't really care about how yeah. dark Superman was. And I, I didn't care how, how Snyder had handled the source material. I thought it was all pretty much good. I mean, I didn't like how Pa Kent died in it, 
but um, I didn't care about the head snap. I didn't even care about the the destruction at the end. To be honest with you, I didn't even notice it when I first watched it. I was it was not until I got to the internet that night or the the next day that I, fa- I noticed that people were complaining about that. Um, because I, yeah. I guess I was so taken aback by it. Plus, it I mean, you have like a character that just put on the cape a t- couple days before and then has to throw his first punch, you know, and has to save yeah. the world. I, I, I just did. I felt like the criticism that he let all that destruction happen was a bit uh, unfair. Even though it is Superman, you're still dealing with a noob Superman. So moving past that, I go in. I, you yeah. know, I was at Comic-Con when they announced Batman vs. Superman. I've been following this movie almost every day. It's been my most looked forward to movie uh, for years now. And then it finally comes out. And I, I mean, to be honest with you, yeah, it is harder to defend than Man, than even Man of Steel is. I feel like it's, <laughs> it's, a, bit, uh, <laughs> it's a bit rough going for sure. Um, I had, I mean, I had some problems with it, but... Uh, my my gut my gut reaction was that it's not bad. I don't hate it. I didn't I didn't love it. I did not get the same feeling I got from Man of Steel from it. And uh, you know I, I you know it, I I liked it okay. I didn't hate it. I, it's definitely not a twenty nine percent that Rotten Tomatoes has currently for it. Um, my biggest issues with it um, are some things that people aren't even talking about like. You have a movie called Batman versus Superman. Then you have Lex Luthor in the movie bring out a timer, literally, and then the fight seems to last twenty minutes on this timer. the the title <laughs> The title fight is over in twenty minutes. If this yeah. had been my movie, I would want fucking Batman having a reign of terror on Superman's ass yeah, for a totally. good a good fucking hour. In a, in a three-hour movie? <laughs> they really least, could have. At least an hour. I want Batman to be a burnout terrorist motherfucker. <laughs> but but for the good. But it's going to be kind of like a t- like a terrorist t- type of thing for, for Superman. Uh, you need to tell somebody. I need I need him to be fucking... <laughs> I want Batman to be like... I don't know. I needed, I needed more. I needed the fight to be longer. Like when people, yeah. people complained about the fight was too long at the, at the end of Man of Steel with Zod... I thought that was just enough. That was perfect. <laughs> it was. I was like, what? I mean, they were saying it's like Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's two Kryptonians fighting each other. It's fucking Dragon Ball. I don't fucking give a shit about that. I like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, they did seem to kind of follow some of the criticisms like, what's the first thing that Superman does? Is He punches Doomsday into space. Like, that was a big criticism for how he handled the Zod fight. Like, why didn't they go into space? Well, they did go into space a bit, but they went right back. Um, but it was more on purpose this time around. Um, and then other than that, uh, I mean, yeah, you have, like, a big plot point with Lex Luthor surrounding a jug of piss. And I'm still not understanding. <laughs> I'm not understanding how a jug of piss. How, how did, how did, the oh, sen- how did Senator Finch know that she was something was about to happen like a big explosion <laughs> from looking at a jug of piss that i still don't get i i don't get that at all i i it's a mason jar andrew or a mason yeah a mason jar. jar full of piss still and i that's just one of those great american cinematic mysteries i guess yeah and i, I mean 
Batman kills people in it. I don't know why that's happening. Um, but I, I'll chalk that under him being a burnout Batman, Frank Miller style, whatever. I can even let that go. Um, he's using guns in some scenes. They're not his own guns, but he's using them while while fighting other dudes. He uses their guns against the other guys. That was also kind of weird, but I'll even let that go. And I, I didn't care. Again, I don't care how dark and gritty it is. I don't I don't care about that. Like, I actually like that to a certain degree. That's not an issue for me. And uh, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, Zach, Zach Snyder sort of kind of did some things that were kind of Michael Bayish in this one, even more so, yeah. even more so than before. It was really strange. Yeah. But uh, I think they just let it get away from him. Oh, and also, I guess the last thing is like Wonder Woman was great. And I did. I really wasn't bothered by Lex Luthor a whole lot. I thought the fireplace scene in the beginning was sort of out of place. Um, but I don't think it was necessarily his performance. It was just like a culmination of all the elements there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, in the end, I mean, I, I, I give it maybe a very slight thumbs up just because they got some things kind of right. And, and, you know, they finally made a Batman and Superman movie, but, uh, I mean like, oh, and the other thing is like, I'll, um, okay, I'll try to make this the last thing. The, uh, <laughs> you have like him trying to kill. Superman, like, damn near getting a spear thrown into his face, a kryptonite spear, and then he says his mother's name, and then and then in the next scene, he's calling him friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, it's cool they have the... That's, that's in the comics. It's Martha, Wayne, and Martha Kent. That's always been the case, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Even... It, should, it should have been more than that. It should... Like, the character more. arc should have... They should have synced up where, like, at the end of the fight, Superman accidentally proves to himself and a Batman how good of a man he is, and yeah, he sure. and that he's truly sorry for the destruction. You know, there should have been they should have addressed that plus Superman's character arc syncing up with Batman's character arc, and then after that, you have Lois Lane come in out of nowhere or whatever the fuck, and then have the same exact things happen, like have them fight Doomsday and shit, and Wonder Woman come in after that, but the way the end of that fight was handled was just really sloppy and them having like the uh, other justice league characters on the, on a screen like that. It was okay, but it, it was just like, it was just like, Hey, we have these movies coming out guys. It just wasn't like organic enough. And the music was like so out of place. Mm-hmm. When wonder woman shows up. Yeah. And when she, oh, when she clicks on the screens and shit, like it plays like this, like, this heroic music out of nowhere just because she clicked on that. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it like brought me out of the movie. Um, yeah. It was like a teaser <laughs> inside yeah, of the yeah, movie. Yeah. It's like a little <laughs> For a Wonder Woman movie. And, and like, I, I watched flash in the CW every fucking episode and I know I'm a comic book fan. So of course I know what the flash looks like, but when um, Ezra Miller came on screen I, it took me a while to figure out what the fuck was going on when he was in that robot suit and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And yeah. Zack Snyder hinted out that hinted that his his flash suit was going to be more techno-y or something. Yeah, and I I mean I, then when I I figured yes. out it was Ezra Miller and the suit was red, I was like, oh, that's supposed to be the Flash, but it was yeah. really not. It was not. Uh, it was not easily recognizable. And that's yeah. it. Um, I'm I'm done. How about you guys? Who goes next? 
Well, I didn't actually see the film, but I already read everything about it and read reviews. So why don't you guys who actually saw it talk about it first? Can I can I go next? Yeah, go. go ahead, yes. Um, yeah, I want. I just wanted to say that the first hour and a half. I think so. The first hour and a half of this movie, I think, was complete waste of time. Um, Agreed. But but then I found myself like the last hour really enjoying what they were doing and it was you know it, was, it wasn't until that that it started becoming like batman versus superman like what i paid money for you know like the the obvious draw and i think the the problems with the movie is just is first is that it's bad writing the dialogue in my opinion and the story any the story ideas the concepts behind this plot were were ill-conceived and and then and then I think uh, in terms of Zack Snyder as a director, like I like a lot of what he does, but then I also dislike a lot of what he does, kind of evenly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's better suited to do a Batman movie, to be honest. The first uh, couple sequences with uh, the I like that they made the the Batman origin like a credit sequence. Um, you know, as much as we've seen that imagery, it was kind of cool to see Zack Snyder's like his style take on that sequence while making it just the beginning of the movie and not dwelling on it too, too much. Um, but they could have easily started the movie right when Superman walks into court. That would have been really cool. Maddie had a cool suggestion about how they would do that. Um, but you could easily just cut out like Holly Hunter's character um the the legless guy you can cut out all the newspaper stuff all the all the weird politics that were building to that stuff and just keep it simple all you needed was lex luther to press the button to go you know mm-hmm. um so i was like at first i was like oh my god this is as bad as they're saying it is and it's as painful to watch but then there was a certain point it was actually when doomsday started coming around that i was like all right we're seeing them fight in this team somewhat you know they're just getting their beginnings but you know to see wonder woman superman and batman actually starting to work together started to look like something familiar um that i was really enjoying and i I, andrew and i have gotten in conversations about man of steel where i have just like i've been so vehemently against that movie since it came out that i was really my expectations were really low i guess going into batman versus superman but ultimately it ended up like i liked it and i really i can see the potential of where justice league can go and how the tone can shift from this point on um because spoilers now that superman is dead in this particular movie that you know it gives it gives a whole um it gives up to the idea of like rebirth and reinvention and stuff like that so they can uh, and for the most part the fans spoke man it, it's like breaking box office uh records for this weekend already so which i think is good because it's a testament against the critics who i think are right in the traditional sense of it being a terrible movie because in 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 any traditional sense it's not a good movie um and then finally to finish it off i think ben affleck's batman was pretty good um not great but i also think he didn't have very much to work with or you know a lot was left on the cutting room floor so I give it a, I give it a, I give it a thumbs up. Actually, by the end of it, when I walked out, I was just like, "Fuck yeah, man! We're gonna see more of this." And it's not the Marvel take, which I think is successful, but it's nice to see something different. Well said, Stefan. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> uh, bow out. <laughs> so I feel like like uh, Stefan and Andrew and I had 
separate conversations about this film. Um, I will just say uh, I walked out of it going, oh, man, I had a lot of fun watching that movie. Like, I expected to get up from it and go, what a horrible fucking piece of shit. I just sat (laughs) through. I spent $10 on this. Are you fucking kidding me? I actually watched it in 3D, and I don't do that. I kind of wish I I walked out going – I just kind of walked out of it going – that was I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Uh, I think my biggest beef with it is, is it's built so much as a versus movie, and then you don't get a really good versus, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. Kind of comparing it to the rest of versus films, either if they're good or bad, um, you always get like really cool fight scenes, and there's multiple fight scenes of these two characters fighting constantly, like for lack of a better uh, 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 alien versus predator both of those films there's multiple aliens there's multiple fights with the predator and alien despite them being terrible movies but at least it gets the concept of versus you know yeah um and i felt like the whole bill of this movie was for you to choose a side which makes no sense going into a justice league film right like these dudes are going to be on a team together they're like best buds in the comic book universe like they kind of hate each other but they kind of love each other too you know it's like best friends and uh um i just felt like just calling it that was just a terrible mistake to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the fight scene between Superman and Batman, anytime you've ever read it in a comic or seen it in some of the DC animated stuff, it's always like one of them is under some kind of mind control or some kind of villain has done something to them. And then therefore they have to fight. And it's a plot. It's like a plot device to build, you know, to build these characters and, um, you know, make them become better for it or whatever happens in that said story. And there was nothing like that. It was just like Bruce Wayne was just being mad at him the entire movie. <laughs> You're just like, you destroyed a bunch of things. Why can't we just sit down and like, I just, I felt like I was telling Stefan and Andrew, I felt like I needed like a heat scene in it where it's like they sit down and they like size each other up. It's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be Superman. And then Batman's like, I'm going to be Batman. And they're totally. like, oh, okay, we can get along. Did you want to order breakfast or should we just leave? You know, um, I just felt like, there was a lot of potential with like also having Aquaman show up, which I was really hoping to like get some Jason moment. Like, yeah, just one line. I didn't need him to say a whole lot. He could have just said something. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I just, I just felt like there was a lot of missed opportunity with the film. Um, I did have a lot of fun watching it. And I think basically the 12 year old me came out and was like, Ooh, I love it so much. It's the greatest film I've ever seen. (laughs) And uh, that's, that's that, that. That's this kind of movie, though. I think with the verses in the title, you kind of have to leave your like your film knowledge at home. Like you can sit there and nitpick shit all day long, but you kind of have to just go in and like hope that there's going to be some good punch scenes, man, and uh, some good fighting. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the the fight scene. Like you said, was just a a bit short, man. It was that was the most surprising thing to me was was that. Um, but I did. I would say that like it seems like uh, Terrio did do a good job with rewriting Goyer's famously bad dialogue. Yeah. Um, the dialogue for the most yeah. part was pretty much on point. I mean, Lex was that, questionable, well, but that was one of my least other, fa- favorite parts of the movie was the dialogue. I felt like even the Batman and Superman moments. The one good line was the the Bruce's like. Um, clowns and suits or whatever or freaks and clown suits or whatever i liked that you know but some of like the one-liners as batman or superman were just so hard to swallow and i think my my theory for a long time has been like goyer 
you know, like that, that, that the people who are making these movies can't tell that David Goyer is not the best person for this, <laughs> in my opinion. Anyway, well, they, they did, they did like hire Terry in his place and there really? was a big, there was a big revision, but I mean, I don't know how much he did change, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I thought it was better than like. Remember that line in Man of Steel where when he said "Dick Splash." <laughs> yeah. Like what? What yeah. the fuck was that all about, man? Like, <laughs> it's that... like I just see David Goyer like sitting in his fucking room wearing nipple clamps, just telling himself he's the best fucking writer who's ever lived. Yeah, <laughs> and, know, then, and then there's that, that line from Zod. Like Zod says, "This only ends one way: either you die or I do." That's two ways. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even that, fucking do math. Come on, bro. <laughs> that like, that line for Man of Steel is like one of my biggest issue with, like I said, I didn't see this one, but I saw Man of Steel, did not care for it and reading the reviews. I didn't want to go see this. But it's like Man of Steel, like that line, one of us, this ends with one of us dead. But it's like, no, the hero always finds a way to like say basically fuck you to that and find another way to deal with it. But he's like, no the villain was actually right in that one of them died it's just like oh yeah yeah i feel like yeah i don't i don't think that but oh sorry go ahead james oh yeah i was just saying like i as you're saying stuff in like there's some stuff of zack snyder's i like uh, but others i don't i just feel like superman wasn't a good fit for him because like yeah he could probably do better with a you know a dark batman Maybe one that doesn't murder a whole lot of people, but like. Well, and he showed it. He, he showed, like his little Batman bits before they meet up and stuff are really yeah. captivating. They're really you really want to sit there and yeah. hear hear Jeremy Irons and Ben Affleck yeah. chop it up as two characters. That and for both these films, like other than Pawkant and Steel and uh, Eisenberg in this, like I thought casting, uh, they all the casts that they got on there were like, all right, these could be good, like. Superman, he looks great. He looks like fucking Superman. Ben Affleck, like I, I didn't understand the backlash when he was casted. I was like, hey, he could actually be really good. And for the most part, from what I hear, he was at least decent in this. But he needs, they just need a better script and better director for these films. I feel it's it's just so weird because I don't think Zack Snyder's ever been this Michael Bay Mm -hmm. totally until until now. It is really it's it is nowhere near Watchmen level of like artistry, you know. It's like no, it's it's it's, you know. I feel like I feel like Zack Snyder just like showed up and expected the movie to just be amazing because mm-hmm. for whatever you know for whatever I don't I don't know what it was exactly, but it does yeah. seem like yeah he makes the decisions that are made in order to get from point A to point B are so confusing, you know. I feel like a lot of the editing as well in this like just. There's one there's one shot in particular where Lois is like grabbing the dirt near the end and she's about to put or she's like she's like about to put dirt on the coffin on Superman's coffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they cut away to an entire sequence of events. Yes. Um, after that and then they cut <laughs> back after like 20 minutes to Lois back at the thing and then like and show her drop the dirt or whatever and it's really beautiful looking but had they used just that shot in the sequence that it probably belonged in it would have had a lot more emotional impact than the way they did it and they're like wait what are we back at the cemetery now like he died 20 fucking minutes ago <laughs> isn't this film like uh 90 dream sequences too 
Well, yeah, then there's those, those yeah. like, see all that shit. Like the one thing I was saying, or I was thinking while watching it was just like, you know what this is, there is, it's terrible for the most part in terms of like the way it's structured and how things play out. But mm -hmm. I was just like, that's nothing a good fan edit can't fix. Yeah. <laughs> like you really do have a lot of pieces uh, already there for something good. That's why I really liked it. And then, but there's just so much. I'm just like, I could give a shit about dark side at this point. I could give a shit about. Yeah. Dreams. Yeah, they, they, to begin they, they're with. not focusing. They're focusing so much on the next step that they're not paying attention to where they're stepping right now. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it's that's that was the huge problem with this movie. Um, it's them. I I, w I really wish it would have been better than it was, man. I really do. It, yeah. God, it kills me. It's it's soul crushing. It's their uh, <laughs> another. It, yeah, for me too. It's like I'm just kind of disappointed in this because it's not like I hate. DC or uh, these films, it's like I'm more disappointed because I want them to be good, but like they're trying to fall and get that Avengers money. But the Avengers had yeah. that lead up of all those films. Of a decade. Yeah, a decade. And even now with <laughs> Civil War, which is, you know, once again, superheroes fighting each other, but they have this over a decade of these films showing these characters, showing them actually coming together and becoming friends and showing like hints here and there of like why they would start to break apart and then culminate into this, which I feel like Batman versus Superman uh, should have been a really good film for later on after, you know, the yeah. Bruce and Clark became friends. And then because of like disagreements on how things should be done, get into this fight. Yeah. I feel like, um, there should have been a Justice League movie before this, like, and that way you could have just had Superman and Batman been very good friends. Yeah. And, like, just that whole, like, how does this team get together? How, what, like, what's the event that brings them together? It should have been that. Mm -hmm. It right. should have been Batman right. and Superman, not Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with them fighting each other because oh, yeah. it happens it happens a lot in the comics and also like the idea of like God versus man. Yeah. I I am really into that that I that as an idea and um. You know, it, some of it was handled well, and some of it wasn't. I, I, it it does kind of feel like DC tries to handle like deeper things, like deeper mythical things. Like they're talking about like absolute power does not equal absolute. Uh, what was the wording Le Lex used? Was he, was you talking um, about the innocence or how? Um... Yeah, it is not absolute innocence or you know something what? like you that. You know, and that, that thing bothered me too because he uses that twice in the movie. He's like, you know what the greatest lie in America is? Is, yeah, is, the, yeah, yeah. is the something something at the beginning at the fireplace. And then again, he's like, you know what the, the most terrible line is? Like, I was waiting for it to be like, you already said that. Like, this is yeah. like, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't seem like, you know, for as much as he was able to get done in this movie, he doesn't seem quite as clever um, in, in his actual scenes as they make him out to be. Which right. also, how does like the postcard thing that was that was Lex right. sending With Bruce this, postcards? Yeah. It was so you know because the motivations that he had uh, to get Superman moving or enticed into this battle were like a lot more believable, a lot more powerful than just fucking sending Batman postcards, being like "fuck you, motherfucker." Ha -ha. <laughs> yeah, because that. that that really diminishes Batman's uh, cred as a detective. He's yeah, like, oh, exactly. the greatest detective. Yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> I mean, that was a total fuck up. Like, yeah. why yeah. can't they fix things like this? That and like Lex's whole line uh, 
I don't know what it was either, like, uh, absolute power is not instant or whatever, but Superman's the one that improves that line wrong, because he's supposed to be the one that rises up against all that, where Lex is, he's always been seen as a self-made man who sees his godlike figure, and that comes, and everyone loves and, like, helps out, but he's trying to prove that he's a charlatan and, like, trying to prove him wrong, but, like, every time Superman is like just defeats him in that sense but uh, like yeah, which would which like, would have made like which playing off of those themes which they kind of do they they kind of step on them a little bit mm. but but that you know that would have made for a much better movie a much more captivating cast of characters um but yeah. but like what andrew is saying they do have moments where where you know like the the man versus god stuff yeah. and you know all the like all the themes that they're playing on, they do actually touch a chord, um, which I think is one of the things that they're really doing well uh, in, in this one. And also man of steel. I actually, when I was watching it, I was like, I was like the, 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 the sequence of events kind of plays out similarly in man of steel, where it's just this long drawn out buildup, which is so Zack Snyder. But, mm-hmm. um, but the second halves of these movies are really great. Cause you're finally getting like, the interpretations of these superheroes fighting each other. Uh, yeah. yeah, like that that last battle with Doomsday was pretty fucking awesome to be it was honest cool. with you. I, I was really, giddy, you know. I really liked that one. Like I, I like seeing um Wonder Woman come up and not attack the chest but go for the Achilles like a yeah. like Greek yeah. style. Yeah. Like she was trying to slice open those calves. I thought that was really one cool. One thing I thought was cool with her was that they they left her with her accent, you know. They didn't try and try and make her play that in any way and it sounded like a, a spanish yeah. accent or something you know like or they're, they're they've allowed that that bit of cultural ethnicity through um in the they should in, yeah it. exactly in the first incarnation of wonder woman so i was like that's pretty you know it's like it's like the things they got right almost seem like by accident <laughs> yeah yeah i am definitely looking forward to wonder woman I definitely she's, want to see how she's that shapes cool. up. She's tall too. I didn't realize until watching the movie. She's like she's just a little shorter than Ben Affleck, and he's like six five or something. Six, six. He's six four, but she's she's she might have been wearing heels uh, too. Six. But yeah, she is pretty tall. Because I, I think a lot of people's gripes were her 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 seeming like really petite for the Wonder Woman role. But I think you know it seems like they picked her for her height and her her statuesque kind of um physique as opposed to the expected kind of the more muscular the more um buxom kind of wonder woman yeah she 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 actually was pretty good i think everybody was surprised at I'm that i'm sure that i'm sure the director's cut or whatever that's going to come out is going to have a lot more i would hope so it seems like they kind of wasted opportunities it's, with her i mean they talk we were talking about the editing problem and everybody's kind of chimed in on this on the internet and wherever, but uh, that that does seem to be a big problem. And and they uh, hopefully they'll fix it for for this extra thirty minutes that they're going to add to this uh, to this yeah. version. Apparently, it's going to be released in late July, oh, wow. so we don't have to wait too yeah. long. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to click the freeze uh, <laughs> <laughs> thing, but. Um. Uh, uh, Going back to Wonder Woman, I'm also very excited about that film. Actually, after watching uh, uh, the Wonder Woman, we got Batman versus Superman. She's probably my favorite part of that final fight scene and this movie, just because there's so much mystery and she was there, and I didn't get enough information about her. But what I know about Wonder Woman, I could kind of fill in the gaps. So I was kind of excited to see her. And 
she had my favorite line in the movie. It's the one where she's like, I've taken down like monsters or creatures or gods oh, before or something. Uh, beings from other planet, other well, worlds. Like, yeah. And I was just like, this, my, th- like that gave me so many, so many chills when I, when she said that, I was like, wow, you haven't been in this movie. You say one, one liner. <laughs> and I'm literally like, it is a schoolboy. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't wait. What's she going to do? I'm so excited. <laughs> you know? So. There, on, the, I mean, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I uh, just also want to say with like casting and stuff. Um, have you guys heard there is uh, an interview with Zack Snyder basically saying like we could have gotten uh, Brian Cranston as Lex Luthor in this, but instead he went with Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like, Maybe they just they wanted a younger cast, yeah. but I kind of yeah. I mean, personally, I feel like the. I don't know. He wasn't. He really wasn't that bad. He wasn't the worst part of that movie yeah. at all. I mean, a lot of people don't like him, though. They've been saying like he acts more like the Joker in this rather than like Lex. But uh, no, there's one scene yeah. where he goes a little bit nuts behind bars. But I mean, he, and it, he is kind of bad in that. But it, for me, it in no way ruins the movie. Well, it was anything. it was that, and I think it was that scene when he's giving that speech and he like trails off. Which was really, yeah, which was, was really that? fucking awkward, you know. I think that I think they were trying to play to that kind of like his insanity, and 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 then that I think in turn yeah. that's where the Joker comparisons are coming from, like those kind of few moments in particular, um, because he he seems he, you know he played it like a coked out version of this, uh, of this archetype, um, which which like he was he wasn't a big problem for me i the biggest thing with him is i felt like his lines were were crappy for the most part um except for at the end when he was saying the bell cannot be unrung i thought that was kind of cool because then you know he's like delved into these um the knowledge of all the other worlds that surround them keep going um stephen you there yeah can you hear me okay can you hear me can you hear me hello yeah, Stefan, is everybody is he cutting off everybody else? Am I cutting off up a little? Am I? There you go. Am yeah, I back on? You're back. I was I was moving a little bit, a little bit, so maybe I was knocking the headphone. Am I good? Yeah, you're yeah, good now. yeah, better. Yeah. So 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 basically, um, I thought Lex was was all right. Like he was a he was a fitting villain basically because he had the power to do the things that he was doing, um, against against two really powerful superheroes uh i think i you know it's like it's so crazy because you to me there's a great there's a pretty good movie there you know and that's why i felt like really conflicted um because i think it was I, I liked it better than man of steel uh but I, but it's just like it's marred by so many just like odd things like you know just really awkward moments where i feel like it, it seems really forced Yeah, it kind of sounds like in a sense when George Lucas on the prequels never had – he only had Yes Man around him. Like maybe if they had someone around to kind yeah. of challenge Snyder a bit more to try to push him more, uh, then maybe it could help fix up things. It seemed like with this one yeah. too though, even more than Man of Steel, I think maybe even Snyder had less – freedom than usual though um i think this movie was made by committee it really it feels like that like there was a bunch of wb executives including jeff johns who probably had the better ideas that they didn't go with but uh and it was just like it's like uh um i think terry gilliam said a camel is a horse made by committee Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's just, mm-hmm. that's kind of how this movie felt. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I've been rooting for DC too quite a bit just because I like the underdog. I'm getting like, I, I really like a lot of the Marvel movies. I really do. But I, I, I would like to see DC succeed and I would like to see, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they're, they're different they, take they too, because all the Marvel movies have this like very similar feel to them, except for Deadpool. And uh, to just be nice to have something else, you know? Yeah, I feel like yeah. I mean now and now the what the cool the cool thing is, and probably not in a lot of people's eyes because of the way the movie has been received. But I think the cool thing is is that we know like it made its money back, so yeah. now we know we know that we'll be we'll, we're gonna get this universe. They've already tapped it to to be open, and people are gonna pay for it. They know that now, so. Um, I think at least like, even though it's a, it's a miss, you know, it's like, it's like strike two of three so far. And, and I feel like whatever comes next is gotta be, um, I also feel how it's good doing its second week will like determine how they move forward since people already knew like from pre-sales, like how many uh, tickets were being sold and everything for this weekend since people like as yourself was excited for this film and was just like, yeah, I'm seeing it day one reviews don't matter but now like word of mouth like even from you guys saying like there's some you know mixed feelings of it like you still give it thumbs up but it's like yeah just like people should like lower their expectations maybe a little but it's like it'll definitely be interesting to see how it moves forward as well yeah it's you know with these characters that a lot of it is as like is hasn't been explored really um marvel like has had that so much time to be able to build towards what they have now that like all these dc characters that so many people are familiar with it just um it seems like it's hard zeroing in on what the right direction is at this point especially um it seems like they're willing to take some risks obviously it's like yeah for us growing up had the batman animated series superman justice league all those cartoons so it's like people's familiarity with those characters and so like that's why with i've read a lot of other um, people online that just don't like jesse eisenberg as lex luther like he's such a different contrast to what he's usually played as where his like character the way that they do it could be an interesting and like some people were like oh he's sort of more of you know <clears throat> a tech millionaire coming up and stuff it could be an interesting take but as you say like with the script and everything it just didn't come off as well yeah definitely it just and there's so much room that's taken up by a bunch of like nonsensical stuff like them being in africa at the beginning with lois i have no and that whole like i have no idea it was so confusing like how they did they had a really hard time painting superman in this like trying to vilify him the way that they were and if that were the case, then um, I feel like it could have been much better orchestrated without wasting so much time on that buildup. That's the part that really got me um, so much. And that's, you know, the same thing I said, I was saying to Maddie, like this, I enjoyed this movie better than Age of Ultron, um, which I feel suffered from a lot of the same problems. Yeah. Not a lot of the same, but in terms of story structure and plot structure. Yeah. 
they just really it's just so convoluted at this point that these movies these big giant comic book movies where superheroes are fighting one another and big villains can be way more simplified like just give us the big monster i.e doomsday give us the the calculating villain lex Luthor, and you know what i mean like we already have the pieces that we need uh and it was that's the only part that i think you know that's what frustrated me about this movie and i think obviously has frustrated the critics and and audience members um so hopefully they learn from that with with you know still getting their payday (laughs) and like the fans are still there yeah we still fucking love batman and superman like we're gonna go like come on just please like do us right (laughs) we don't want to have to wait another six ten years for a, a, a new take on Batman. Like, let's just roll with what you got. Yeah, yeah they've already yeah. made it back the initial cost of the film, which was four hundred million. Mm-hmm. Damn. So they they've covered oh, that. It's like there there are other costs though that they had, but it seems like they might get out alive on this one. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, I've heard things but, like man. they need to make at least eight hundred million or a billion or something worldwide, or that's at least what like Holy higher executives shit. are hoping for on it. It's doing really well in mm-hmm. China. It had the best opening weekend of all time in the Philippines as well. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really did. It, 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 and that's interesting in societies that still that still kind of live with a lot of that kind of mysticism built into their their simple cultures. You know what I mean? So there's a lot. It's a, it'll be interesting to see how world audiences react to. I think the big like. I mean, Batman and Superman are, are more recognizable ultimately than even the avengers are yeah. worldwide well it's like yeah. they still yeah. they still are they just had longer to they just been here longer yeah they've been you know since the 30s and yeah like, i think it's like them and spider-man are like the most recognized car- uh comic characters yes yes I, I think so when i was in japan people always knew spider-man but some people didn't even know who batman was you know well, that and like um, even with you know the Marvel movies, when Iron Man came out, he was considered like a B tier character. Yes, yeah, and he was too old yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So Joey, you're here. Oh, now I sound like a jackass. <laughs> Joey said he was here. <laughs> it looks like he has he's here. Raised. Yeah. It's like we're all sitting in Joey. this virtual room talking to each other, and he's just he's just white noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joey. Want to see what he would give him? Uh, you know, his time for his remarks on BVS. Uh, yeah, I'm very interested. Oh, to hear yeah, what I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. <laughs> From I know I, he he didn't like it at all. I believe the he hated it. the phrase he used was hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, oh, he can't hear you at all. Reload your page. We're all calling in using this ZenCaster web app thing, and. None of us are in the same right. room with each other. Yeah, yeah. Now we can hear you. Yeah, but there's a yeah. lot of background noise. Yeah. Can you go somewhere more quiet? <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> Joey, this is too too loud, man. Yeah. It's a lot better. Still can hear them though. They're louder than you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for trying. All right. All right. Okay. 
Uh, hold on. We're going to have to edit around this part, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is he not coming through still? No! Yes. Joey, there's too much background noise, man. Do you have, like, a headset or anything? It'll annoy the hell out of everybody that's listening. He's gone. Yeah. He left okay. us. All right, let's go back into it. So we're going to cut back at this part. Um, but yeah, Joey, uh, Joey, Joey, yeah, did not like it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And sure I think Joey, Joey's a bit again. lukewarm about um, Man of Steel as, as well. I don't think he hated it, but I don't think he liked it too, too much either. But I think also with the comics, Joey's a Marvel guy. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, going kind of off a tangent here, but like, I feel like, um, in general, DC seems more mythic and Marvel is more sci-fi based. Yeah. There's definitely the biggest difference is acting more like the Justice League characters are kind of like gods in a sense. Whereas, you know, most of the Marvel characters are more average everyday people thrown into situations or given powers. Right. Yeah, they 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 even uh, liken them to the the gods in uh, Justice League War, I think, mm -hmm. where Wonder Woman calls them like, like Batman is Zeus and, uh, no no no, Superman's Zeus and Batman is Hades and Green Lantern is Apollo and Flash is Hermes and and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, which we lost yeah. him. Which definitely you know gives them both like unique takes on these stories which is why once again like i'm more kind of disappointed in how the movies have been so far since they can be really good and i'm definitely looking forward to like the other ones and see how they turn out since i'm still really interested in seeing how they are but yeah just the way that marvel has been doing stuff i've really enjoyed them and like i can understand some people saying that a lot of their films feel kind of similar, but, like, I know in one of your earlier podcasts you talked about, like, the top three Marvel films are, like, Avengers, Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy. And, like, those yes. three films, like, they're, like, shows, like, very different in sense of, like, even just, like, tone in a sense of, like, one's, you know, the big blockbuster of the heroes coming together, the other's space opera, and the third is, like, a, a political thriller. Yeah, th those are those are my favorite. Um, Deadpool might be up there too, oh, yeah. but that's I don't even know if that counts since it's not Disney. Yeah, like there's that odd disconnect, which always kind of weirded me out too with a lot of like DC stuff. Like I know I enjoy watching The Flash and Arrow, uh, but it's like they and even back in the day with the cartoons, there's like someone, some executive or whatever saying like, oh, you can't use like a lot of the Batman stuff or Batman extended universe in these shows, like. I know in Arrow at one point they were supposed to have a cameo of Harley Quinn and it got cut because they said you can't use that or they were going to have Nightwing in an episode where Arsenal goes to Bloodhaven and teams up with them. But they're like, no, you can't use that. But DC owns all its characters, whereas Marvel, you know, Fox has some, Sony has Spider-Man, mm -hmm. but now they're finally in the uh, relationship with to be able to use that character and stuff. So it's like Marvel doesn't have all access to stuff, so they have to 
find others that they can use, which is why they went with Inhumans rather than X-Men that Fox has been using. But it's like I never understood, like, DC has everything. It's like, just let everyone use them. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, they they said the the universes were separate as well, so it is kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't know how I don't know why Harley Quinn wasn't used, yeah. but uh, it, I could maybe understand why they didn't want to use Nightwing because Nightwing was going to be the leader on the Teen Titans show on TNT. But now they even lost that deal, so yeah, that uh, hopefully the CW will pick that up because that sounds like a really great opportunity. That and the fact that you know they had you know Deadshot on Arrow killed them off because they're now having Will Smith play Deadshot <laughs> in uh, Suicide Squad. And it's like, and you announced uh, The Flash for the films the same day that The Flash TV show came out. But yet, like, you're still saying, like, oh, there's some, like, multiverse or whatever where they can be separate. Like, even, I don't know if it came, came out yet, but there's going to be an episode of Supergirl that has, you know, the... Uh, the flash from the cw on there and like they're saying that like oh they're from separate yeah. universes or stuff and it's and i heard like they're saying like oh we don't want to confuse people of having batman on a tv show but then the movies but it's like you have the show gotham it's like people can't are yeah. smart enough to understand like oh these are separate things if you want it to be that way so like that just i don't fully understand that whereas you know marvel has their netflix shows and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which they said, yeah, all these are connected. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It does kind of suck. I mean, but the multiverse thing has been a part of DC Comics yeah. for a long ass time. So they can sort of pull it off. But yeah, it's you, you would like I would like to see like Grant Gustin pop up on the next Justice League movie and, and shit like that. But uh, I don't know. Maybe do we'll see how it goes. Feel, movie like... about the multiverse just have them all that way i'm sure they will i mean yeah. with the the, the, yeah. the all that flash when even he popped up like, was kind of futuristic uh, yeah or have even you know old old guys like from lois and clark even have them show up in the movie or whatever just like what the hell that would be, be cool <laughs> gene kane and terry was that chick's thing? yeah <laughs> it's like uh i forgot but yeah mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they get their heads out of their ass. Hopefully like, uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. DC said that uh, like Marvel takes what they call a producer approach, which is they look at their whole movie universe as like every movie is a d- new episode yeah. in the same TV show. Mm-hmm. Whereas DC is doing a director's approach, and that's why uh, Suicide Squad is going to have mm-hmm. a totally different feel, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman's going to have a completely different feel. So... It's probably a good idea. It's one of their better decisions that they've made is that they're kind of diversifying their portfolio from the get-go. Yeah. Instead of making everything mm-hmm. really cookie cutter. Yeah. Um, and they 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 hired uh, the guys that wrote the Lego Movie to do the Flash because the Flash should be lighthearted oh, yeah. and funny. And they're gonna they're gonna move away from the grit for the Flash. I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah. I mean, they've got some they've made some good decisions. They're not it's not complete shit. Yeah. Um, God, I just wish yeah. they'd do better, you know? <laughs> it seems about time. It almost like from some of the early reviews um, prior to release, they all sounded really good. You know, like I read one spoiler-free review that that was – this dude, like, compared it to The Dark Knight. He was just like, this is the next best comic book movie to The Dark Knight or something like that. And so 
it's really strange because I feel like you would have heard the it, that had to have been a plant or something. You know, I mean, it had to it had to have been like mm-hmm. a yeah. inside man. But because I remember reading yeah. stuff about it that was like, yeah. oh my, you know, it started making me more excited about it. And then when I, when you see like the final trailers or all the the TV spots or whatever they're releasing. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Maybe I've been wrong this whole time. Let's, I'm, I'm ready to be wrong. Um, which, which also, you know, made me realize that, that, you know, for a long time, I wasn't able to like separate my expectations from the actual end product. And, and this time I just didn't really have any expectations other than, you know, seeing two superheroes I'm familiar with on screen. So it, it, it made it, it made it, easier to swallow i when i realized you know this is just what's happening <laughs> what do you think the deal was with that picture like why i mean that that they were trying to give wonder woman some agency in the film oh yeah when they write her character but then she all she's all she's doing is looking for this picture right and she is she looking looking for it because she thinks it's incriminating for some so some yeah, pro- probably probably well, because or, she doesn't want people to figure out that she's wonder woman you know i bet it's as superficial before i can't imagine it's going to be at this point much of a motivation on her part yeah, from what I hear, yeah, it was just definitely like weak writing. Yeah, really weak. Yeah, yeah, it's that whole section that you guys were mentioning, like with showing Aquaman and stuff. It's just uh, like uh, middle of the movie. Let's put in a teaser for all yeah, these other films was... that we have going out. So it's like that photo of hers. Was... I think you know from World War One, which is like when her movie's gonna be taking place. It was a movie time. full of trailers. Or no, it was a it was a it was a reboot of a reboot <laughs> made up of trailers for other movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, and that's why it was such, <laughs> like, a, such a jumble of a movie man at certain points yeah when yeah. i got done finished watching the movie when the credits rolled some guy the guys came in to clean up the theater and they were basically like right, wasn't that yeah. just a really cool trailer and i was like you're right it was a really yeah. cool trailer for a movie i'm not gonna see fuck but I'm I'm optimistic oh, at man. this point in in the way that most people I think are are not. I'm like I'm like let's see what happens. I'm they got they have my attention now. Well, yeah, I, I'm also yeah I'm I'm interested to see if, sure. if Affleck gets to do his Batman movies. Yeah, because like Stefan and I were talking about just like the town and Argo and uh, Gone Baby Gone. They're fucking Batman which movies. Are great movies. <laughs> like I think people forget about them, but they're. Yeah. yeah, but they're just like solid detective movies for the most part, and I think him doing a Batman would be great. I, like Stefan said earlier, uh, I really like the stuff with uh, Batman and Alfred. I was watching that uh, Batman versus Superman, and I was sitting there watching all the Batman stuff, and I was like, man, oh, I just yeah. want to watch another Batman movie. Like this stuff looks cool. Like what's Batman up to? Like what are these gadgets? What's Alfred's part? What's he doing in this? Like what's going on in Gotham really? Like I don't even care what Superman's up to or Lex Luthor. Yeah. It's just like. What's Batman doing? You know, it's like, after they showed like, like Robin's costume and stuff. It's like when you're trying like, to check out a I hot chick and somebody keeps standing in the way of that, and no matter how you move, you can't ever see it. <laughs> Her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if it, it felt like also like Superman had no real like motive or a character arc or anything, it was just kind of like, I mean, 
it was acted well and his lines were decent, but I don't know. He, I, I feel yeah. like there was no agency or, no, or motive or anything. I, I feel like you don't no. really like, there's not a really good story there for him. Uh, Cause like, I don't feel like you can, the only part that got me kind of like was when he sees Paul Ken again um, in that weird dream sequence was just like, Oh man, this kind of, this is like supposed to be a touching moment and yeah. I get it. I get it. But it's like not hitting, you know? No, it totally did not. You're right about that. And, um, I, I just feel like even with like Lois Lane, like yeah, she pissed me like, off so like, bad in this movie. This episode, like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah let's move on. Yeah. And it's like Diane Lane. I was just like, I mean, I don't want anything bad happen to her, and I like that Batman saved her. Uh, speak going, speaking of that scene is probably my favorite scene in that entire movie. That shit was watching cool. Watching Batman just like totally kick ass and like use gadgets, and even if he does kill people or shoot people, I still thought it was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the little kid in me. Like, I think uh, Stefan and maybe yeah, Andrew and I talked about sure. how it looked like something out of the Arkham games. Oh, like, yeah. you watch it and you go, oh, I- I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. I've been that Batman. <laughs> you know? And uh, that that was, like, the fun. That was, like, my favorite part of the movie. Just, like, that sequence itself. I was just, like, which made me want to watch a Batman movie. Just, like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Like, they got, that, you, know, that, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that they really got not like got right you know that 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 fight sequence was like really brutal and quick and showed like skill and and um you know like a real deliberate kind of feel to it that and like the batmobile sequences were pretty cool They weren't bad, but you, yeah. going back to the fight between the the the, the, the main two. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have so much a problem with that because slow? I think at that point that was the that's the first real sequence of yep. any action happening other than the dream sequences. Um, so I, you know, in terms of it feeling like long or short, I just I felt like it was a buildup because I already knew that this movie wasn't about Superman versus Batman. It was it's about establishing a world where the Justice League can exist. Um, but it, but it just had this it just had this complex title that doesn't sure. fall out of the mouth easily, and you know what I mean. Like it was never about Batman versus Superman. So in terms of that fight sequence, um, I didn't I didn't really care that much. I thought it was cool, um, but I was eager to see fucking Ben Affleck get out of the armored suit and into the other suit. Um, so so. Yeah, totally. It, just, it seemed totally like they there. were they were tired UFC fighters in the last round. That's that's yeah. kind of how it felt. And I know Batman's wearing armor, uh, and Superman has kryptonite. You I know, mean, it, it, in it, his it, face, it, but still, it was just it was it was know, lackluster. It, it was weird. a little it, kinda, it was a little clunky. You know? me out of the movie I felt again. like you know the whole time I felt like it was the fight. Every time, every time we'd cut back to them, it was yeah. like the fight starting again. Like, oh wait, hold on, that's not good enough. Let's start again. But it, it never got out of that that point. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. For me, I think I think my favorite part of the movie was was when they started to fight Doomsday, which I thought was going to be the worst part. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and and Doomsday was growing the uh, the plates more, and the more he got hit, I mean that was really great. And the yeah, sense of I, size. Uh, I thought... Go ahead. Yeah, I, I really liked the yeah, I really liked the last uh, Doomsday fight. I thought it was gonna look because from the one trailer where he shows up at the end or whatever, I was just like, oh, this is gonna look terrible. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to believe this like thing exists that they're fighting. It looks like a Ninja But Turtle. I felt like all the actors in that. Yeah, well, I feel like I don't. It's not the Doomsday I know and love right. until he like grows more stuff. But I felt like it's cool. He's just born. He's got to grow this stuff. Like I get it. It works. Whatever. Uh, but I I really felt like when he was on screen, there was definitely a size proportion. Like when he held Superman, you're like, fuck, this guy's huge. And it's like I remember watching it and seeing kind of uh seeing batman just kind of look on as wonder woman and superman fight him and he's just like it just he looked like what the fuck am i gonna do i'm a human you know it's like i got this one grenade round left with kryptonite in it that's it man but like yeah it just seemed like there was no way like it didn't because they're not a team yet and batman's like we all know that batman is very prepared for almost everything but he's never seen doomsday before so he can't be prepared and you can really see him not as the Batman we know, which I kind of liked seeing. And uh, yeah, I just, I thought that final fight was really fun. It was really good. It was like that super, it's like kind of what I feel is missing from the X-Men movies. It's like those knockdown drag out fights where you're like, they could all die. They're all going to die. There's not going right, to be a Justice right, right. League. It's all over. I had read that it was supposed to end on a big cliffhanger. So when it, when they showed like the, the shot of the Trinity, Trinity and the music yeah. like picked up for a second, I was like, damn, are they going to stop this shit right here? it was i don't know i was like really on the edge of my seat just because i read that yeah do you think that the flash was causing bruce to have the uh prophetic dreams like did he develop this superpower overnight like what is causing him to have the dreams i don't know i mean that's really weird because like i just kind of chalked it up to like flashpoint paradox stuff like but it's not really like a back in time kind of sequence because he's not awake because doesn't that happen like right after the whole like dark seed dream he has where he's like in wherever the fuck he is with a gun yeah he's supposed to be like nairobi or something but uh yeah, yeah it's like you have that one's dream sequence and then there's a completely separate one and they're kind of close not- to each other it's almost like in the future, Batman is talking to the Flash. He's like, okay, at this moment, during this period of my life, I'm going to be sleeping and having this dream. At the end of this dream, I need you to go back at Flashpoint Paradox into my Maybe dream and let me Nolan's know this idea. one thing so I won't make this horrible mistake. Right. And it's yeah. like... <laughs> I think Nolan Maybe. had very little to do with Zack this movie. Snyder, um, I agree. Very, very little. about yeah. whether or not he should kill he, Superman. He, he's probably like... And uh, and no no one argued against it. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. No one was against it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I will stand firm that I don't think way. that should have happened in this film. I think it should have been much later on. I like it's like a greatest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't well, know, man. I just don't feel like I needed it. You know, I really would have liked to seen Doomsday later on. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably another villain you could have picked from the DC the universe for Lex Luthor to make. I think me and Stefan were talking about, uh, like, Metallo or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I just thought that would have been cool because it's actually something that, like, if if Lex Luthor is this kind of tech-savvy billionaire or whatever, however, like, it's something he could have built, you know? And I felt like... Oh, uh, yeah, true. And I felt like for just the government just to give him this, like, ship and just, like, is, like, that seems kind of, like, just, like, oh, look at all this luck I just had. (laughs) And it's just, like, I think it would have been cool if, like, we would have had this Lex Luthor who's been, like, since Superman has shown up in Man of Steel, he's been plotting to take down 
So like when you go yeah. to the what is it the Indian Ocean where those guys dive down and find that thing big thing of kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think I think that sh- like I was like because I knew Doomsday was in it and I was like oh like I just thought I was like that'd be really cool if Metallo was like they're like oh sorry not really Doomsday we just tricked you it's actually Metallo yeah and I would have been like oh cool like I just felt like it cool. should have been something but maybe they were like oh it's too much like Age of Ultron or something but yeah. I don't know if I would have seen that if because they, they definitely have a different visual style and characters are different that, or maybe even um, Brainiac too because if you're yeah. like keeping lex as someone really tech savvy finding you know pieces of a ship and like finding you know kryptonian ai or whatever and trying to bring that back but yeah as you say once again it could have turned into an ultron situation yeah i just i just i felt like a lot of it was too rushed this you know i I kind of feel like Uh, oh yeah i I just felt like maybe doomsday should have been like maybe the first just to bring the justice league together since he's such a huge villain and then Superman die at the at the, end of the first Justice League movie. Like, so your next Justice League movie is like them or like the other films that come after that, like the awesome. Batman, the Wonder Woman. Yeah, Mixed like you just that'd like be so great. That'd be awesome. And he, he, they said that Larry Superman David would should be play, like they should uh, do Mixel like um, what was um <laughs> what's that dude's name that run most as a recent run of Superman and it was just like a weird fucking Grant uh, Grant what's his name Andrew <laughs> yeah. Grant Morrison's most recent run on Superman. All Grant Superman. Morrison. Grant Morrison. That that would be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's everybody pretty much that. considers that's the to be one of the best runs ever for yeah. Superman. It's it's pretty damn good. I'm still waiting for the long con, yeah. and that turns out <laughs> all these films have yeah. been leading up. Oh wait, these are actually the Justice Lords, and then the real they come Justice out of a board. shows up and beats them up. <laughs> that'd be hilarious yeah it would have been it's like it would have been like batman you're not supposed to kill anyone <laughs> it would it would have been a uh, really great to have a shot yeah. of like the full yeah. league uh, surrounded by a dead superman and oh, like dude. end on that Love that, that would have been so fucking epic mm. that's why i'm saying it should have been a justice league movie man like them all standing there and you're like what the fuck is gonna happen next yeah. there's no superman it feels like like yeah, it just feels like a lot of these ideas that are in the film were should have been in a film later on. Yeah, I, I it's just it was a bunch of I don't know it was just a mess and it was rushed and it's you know I don't know like I'm still interested I'm a fan of comics and there are good Batman stories still to tell there are good Superman stories still to tell we still get to see Wonder Woman Flash Cyborg Aquaman so there's a lot of potential like Stefan was saying that some of these other movies could be really great and after they see oh, yeah, how well, maybe, like the wonder woman movie does maybe they'll go back and be like right, they'll definitely benefit from the time ahead and our batman um, and, and hopefully they listen to the response this. both on the sides of critics and from fans because i know a lot of fans like us uh you know like i liked it the th- you know me maddie well the three of us who've seen it um liked it even though it's like marred with all these problems you know, it's still like the fans are still going to stick out to watch these characters play out. So, I mean, it would take them, it would, they would benefit from slowing down a little bit and trying not to like gun through all these heroes so quickly. Exactly. Uh, I had someone, someone, someone asked me on Facebook what I thought of it. And I was like, yeah, oh, it was a lot of fun. And I, I enjoyed it more than age of I was like, well, it wasn't Batman <laughs> so it and something. Robin. That's for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's better than mm-hmm. that. 
Yeah, Age yeah, of Ultron. I just had a good like, time. When when you when I first when I, when I first yeah, saw the first sure. Avengers, you walk out of that movie like, man, this was something special. This was so yeah. incredible. I haven't felt this since the Dark Knight. You know, some feelings like that. <sighs> the, the, and then when I walked out of Age of Ultron, I was like, yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, I even felt the you know? same yeah. way about that. It's like I enjoy it, but. I can definitely see there's pacing problems. There was, what, uh, I think, a similar issue that happened with like Iron Man Two, where they're trying to bog down things yeah. then of like pointing towards Avengers then, and this now it's like pointing towards Infinity War too, with like Thor's old side yeah. thing. It's just like it definitely could have had like tight, tighter pacing in there, or yeah. or actually like getting rid of some stuff and letting other scenes breathe a bit more. Exactly. I felt like Age. Of, I felt like Age of Ultron. They just remade Avengers One because yeah. a lot of the same fights happen. It's like them in a city fighting mm -hmm. a whole bunch of something at the very end, and it's like, are you kidding me? I just watched this movie. I'm <laughs> like, really, you know, I was just I'm like, really, it's fun. I had a good time, but I felt like I just watched the first Avengers movie again, and I was like, I already saw this. Ultron is a much better villain, but. I'm really like sick of seeing the it, end of these superhero movies like, well, that cool, it's like but... a giant ball of energy or an atomic gonna... bomb or a fucking falling planet mass. You know, it's the same, same, even, yeah, even Doomsday was just a fucking, yeah. a bomb that could go it's off again and again, you know, sky. it's like, I'm getting really sick. It seems like <laughs> of all the comics that they could do and all the tales, I know like the, and yeah. they, and they shot a, yeah, and they shot a bomb at him, but <laughs> it's just like, that's all these movies, even back from the the first two Fantastic Four movies <laughs> on to the newest Fantastic Four movie on to X-Men yeah. uh, at the end of X3 and, and you know, all, even X1, that giant fucking gooey ball of mutant energy. It's the same fucking thing every movie. Like, that's, I really need to see something not, a, not a, <laughs> them trying to punch a yeah. giant bomb from exploding, basically. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah. all, yeah. all, of, all of Nolan's Batmans have some yep. kind of bomb thing going on in them. I just rewatched them all, and I was like, the first ones. We gotta turn off those vents, or they're gonna explode. Whatever that needs to explode <laughs> like to make times. cranes fear toxin go off. <laughs> and then it's like, and, the, <laughs> and then the Dark Knight is like, Joker wants to blow up two, two boats, yeah. and then there's the explosion with yeah. Harvey Dent and. <laughs> Rachel Dawes, and then at the end of Dark Knight Rises, it's an atomic bomb. It's like, come on, man! You wrote this like with the, different varying characters right. and stuff, and different visual styles. It's the same fucking movie, yeah. man. Well, one thing that I, one thing that I heard about that was like uh, the guys on Deadpool were talking about if yeah. your budget is over a hundred million dollars, then the script has to be about like some world-ending thing. So they had a smaller budget, so it was a lot more personal story. Whereas all these superhero movies, because they get like you know, as he's, what, Batman vs. Superman had a $400 yeah. million, dollar, you know, budget, so it had to be some <laughs> I like how in Batman vs. Superman, I like how most of the movie, like the first half of Batman vs. Superman is an yeah. apology. I don't know. <laughs> in, a, in a lot of ways, two, two of them destroying Metropolis in the first movie, and then the second half is him being like, fuck <laughs> all you. <laughs> it's like completely destroying Metropolis again. <laughs> or no, they were in, yeah. It's like you learned nothing. Oh, you're right. You're you actually no, but nothing. they said they were in uh, in Gotham. You're they right. Were, you're right. They were on Strikers Island, which they said was uh, uninhabited. Yeah. They they made a point to say that that island was uninhabited. Yeah. 
But I did hear like the way that they do that is more like the American redubs of Dragon Ball Z of like yeah. saying like, oh wait, no, I it's saw, up to I five. Saw no people burning there. and running. So like, no <laughs> motherfucker, I can see cars moving. People died. <laughs> It's like all I wanted for Man of Steel was showing Superman at least trying to save someone or like protecting someone other than, you know, snapping Zod's neck at the end. But it's like just like the scene where yeah, a yeah. tanker gets thrown at him, he dodges out of the way and like blows up a car park. It's like I saw people I mean, that in the is background. one thing they have, could they have, have done very little of painting and been fine Superman as, as showing, a hero like, in, one these, thing in these showing two him actually protecting people. They've it, he's gone out of his way to vil like vilify him. It, <laughs> Snyder has I've heard yeah. like this yeah, absolutely. does not care I think, about I, I think he's better suited for like, something I'd else I think a Batman movie under his a Superman film like he yeah yeah well I want to see Affleck do a Batman yeah. movie then maybe yeah screw it like I said have him do a Justice Lords film or one with Ultron Man oh yeah or was the Ultron Man the uh was it Crisis on Two Earths, where it's like the reverse uh, team? Yeah, the crime syndicate. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it is Ultraman. He's got a U on yeah. his uh, chest. Yeah. yeah, there's a yeah. comic like a year or so ago where it shows him <laughs> he gets powered up by snorting <laughs> kryptonite like yeah, cocaine. Yeah, no, that would have been great in like early late 2000s <laughs> superhero movies. That's totally a Zack Snyder thing. That'd be fucking funny. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> um, I think people should any closing make remarks up their own on uh, BBS and also be really vocal in the way that we're being vocal on social media and stuff like that about these projects because I it, yeah. it's it's evident now that these studios and the people that make these are listening whether or not they make the right choices. Um. So, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm pretty good on Batman versus Superman, which I'm surprised to even say. <laughs> I, I, I really thought, Stefan, you would, uh, I thought Stefan would not like this movie. I was ready for you to be like, it was terrible. And I was like, yeah, I'm surprised when he myself. Said you enjoyed it, I was like, I was like, oh. um, I, I, I just see. Um, it's, it's a fun movie. I got what I wanted out of it. Um, I don't know. Like, just go see movies if they look interesting to you. Don't listen to, like, Rotten Tomatoes. Just, like, if it looks cool, go see it. It could be end up being a lot of fun for you. Um, definitely have your own opinions about for stuff, sure. about things. And, you know, like, if you're a fan of Batman and Superman, I think you'll get some kicks out of it. Yeah, I pretty much, I'll just say the same thing. I, I, I pretty much got everything I wanted to say it in the beginning <laughs> out there so um yeah i agree with you guys yeah and i don't judge anyone for you know going to see it and still enjoying it at all i i just like you know, i i tapped out after man steel but i'm still looking forward to these other dc movies coming out so i i'm definitely keeping a close eye on those and you know looking forward to james you know wonder woman and everything else that's coming out <laughs> James, will you watch Batman vs Superman when it comes out on uh, Whoa. Uh, Netflix? <laughs> I'll, I'll <get> Netflix. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, oh, you must really not e <laughs> not yeah. even Redbox. Shit! <laughs> I'm not even paying a dollar fifty for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, maybe if it's on like Amazon maybe, maybe or tax is a bit cheap on there. Since my girlfriend never actually saw Man of Steel, and I was like, hey, you're right if I spoil something for you. And like, <laughs> okay, I explained like how he well, it's now, snaps his odd neck at the end, and she was just like horrified. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's just, it, that that never really bothered me when he did that. I I mean I know me that's either. like that's against like a Christopher Reeve type of Superman, well, but it's just like he he gave him no choice, and he had. I mean I don't think Zod was going to go away. Him. Yeah, well, they, they could have like, written like him throwing him into the Phantom Drive yeah. or the Phantom Zone. Yeah. That would have been that would probably would have been better, but. Uh, I feel like as it, as it stood, I just didn't. It didn't oh, really like. It didn't. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why it just didn't bother me that much at all. Well, there is like. No. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying like there is an issue with Superman, the fact that he is so powerful that you know a lot of people have difficulty writing him. But the same way, it's like because he's so powerful, he knows like ways of thinking outside the box of dealing with things. And the bigger thing is like. With this film with like Batman killing people, like it's been said over and again, like in comics and everything, like the reason why Batman doesn't kill is that yeah. he knows that's his greatest weakness. Because if he starts killing, he's just gonna turn down the path of all these other villains that he's fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the test well, Joker yeah, now, constantly see, puts in his face now, and tries like, to make him break his to, rule. They're just, trying to get us to small like, like, yeah, of a world where Batman and Superman yeah. kill. You know, that's kind of like. It's 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 unnerving to me a little bit. Um, I was saying because I, I read something a little earlier about ba- why Batman kills, and they kind of validate it, but not really. I feel like if you listen to Zack Snyder in interviews, he really dances around the question before he says anything, and yeah, he basically yeah. It, yeah, exactly. I, it's like, he, I saw that he addressed right, exactly. that, but I haven't it's seen like, that. He said something yeah, about he's like, he's like, just because Batman doesn't like, kill no, doesn't mean that people don't really die. And so it's it's again, it's him people. like backing up, reinforcing the the issues with Superman, which I think, which I think he should just admit to, being like, yeah, we really didn't think about that. Rather than trying to defend all that destruction and mayhem, you know, just being like, mm-hmm. oops, you know, because there's there's no reason. At this point, other than emulating a Frank Miller Batman yeah. scenario, which he's not, they're not emulating a Frank Miller Batman story or character. They're just emulating the visual elements uh, or, or, you know, some of the aesthetics of that character. Yeah. So it doesn't, it, in, my, in my eyes, it doesn't really fly that yeah. Batman would be killing and that we're in a world now where both Superman yeah. and Batman are killing. Like, what the fuck kind of movies are the Justice League going to be? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think at this I think at this point they <laughs> it should be considered yeah. for sure. Terrio said so that they would be death. lighter in tone yeah. though. Like it's it's like it's weird like with just overall comics like it's actually people are fine with Wonder Woman killing and like since she's a warrior yeah. and known for that but it's like I think it's like Batman, Superman, Spider Man like. Their biggest thing. Well, even Daredevil season two is, is like, about that. They don't kill, or if they you ever know. do, it like and, weighs yeah. really heavily on them. Watch that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him versus yeah. Punisher. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen it yet. Don't yeah. say anything. We won't. That's great. I, I haven't finished it yet, but it's been really good so far. I just, yeah. I just finished it this morning. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And that's Come another on, thing. I'm so fucking tired of Marvel being so fucking <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 
fucking make a mistake. Yeah. They can't. Killer powerhouse. It's, it's, it's just Fox making this mistake like with the Fantastic Four series. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they, they did. Just, they made a mistake. That's true. You're right about that. <laughs> I didn't see that movie, but I, I'm yeah. pretty sure Batman vs Superman's better than that. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maddie's seen those. Yeah. I like uh, the Fantastic Four movie is kind of weird because like the first part of it I enjoyed, but like after they get their powers, I was like, I don't care what's happening because like they oh, didn't become Fantastic the Fantastic Four. Yeah, they just like didn't seems, become yeah, the really Fantastic weird. Four after that. They were like some like rogue kind of killing squad sort of for the government, and then like Mister Fant, yeah, and then Mister Fantastic is just like off the grid, and then Doctor Doom is just like still really? on that world. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, the last battle scene is just, like, the worst thing you've ever seen. Batman and Su- Batman vs. Superman is better than that. <laughs> it is way better. It's way more fun. I was never that, really attached that, to the that, Fantastic the, Four that Well, the much, last so two guess, movies, but that one in particular really was kind of the nail in the so coffin like, for those I characters. I don't have to see this ever. Marvel, Marvel's pretty much abolished them from the universe for the time being. Yeah. Right. God, I just want Marvel. Get It'll be them once they freaking <laughs> after after Dr. Infinity Doom, War, the, like the Marvel Cinematic really Universe is going to look so different. I think. Silver Sutton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to rewrite the whole thing, man. Yeah. They're going to have like a fucking. I feel like they like once Avengers Four comes out, or Three Part yeah. Two. I think that it's uh. Yeah. They're open for a whole new game. Yeah. They, I, I feel like they're going to wait a few years and ca- cast a whole new universe. I've been hearing they're yeah. starting to build up Black Panther the way that they did Captain America and Iron Man. So I can definitely see like after that, since you know they're going to have the Captain Marvel movie as well, and like definitely Black Panther, yeah. Captain Marvel, and uh, the Indians <laughs> as well. They're going to start really building up that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get a goddamn Superman movie to save its life, <laughs> fucking piss because it'll be all great. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's yeah, sake! Yeah. And we have like lots of I great animated movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, Justice League yeah, Doom. Have you guys seen yeah. Doom? I feel yeah, DC kicks Marvel's ass in the animated department. Like even as it's as, so as fucking good, good as X Men was back in the day, watching that, it's like Batman was just like blew that out of the water. Like even today, it's like yeah. I've enjoyed uh, a couple of like a couple of years ago, not the more recent Avengers cartoon, but the previous one that had like two seasons was really good. Oh, Young but Justice still at the same is time, like, awesome. Uh, uh, was it uh, Young Justice or Young whatever? Young Justice what, is so good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? That came out of nowhere for me, and I I, I binged watched it. I thought it was so good. Seriously, yeah, fucking, it's amazing. Uh, Deadpool. You know, you know, yeah. there's that conversation between Batman and Superman when <laughs> when uh, Superboy is like trying to make yeah, Superman his dad, best. and <laughs> Batman sits him down for some coffee or something. He's like, Look, we gotta talk, and I, I dude, really, you know, I like I'm had, so like, surprised they have episodes of them just talking. Like, yeah. seriously, get the animation directors to actually direct these movies because they know Quality. their fucking characters. Quality. They know how to fucking do this shit and have like awesome action sequences as well. 
like, yeah, get Bruce, Tim, and Paul Dini in the mix yeah. for the movies, and that'd be so amazing. Since Deadpool was done yeah. by the head guy from uh, Blur Studios, who are known for doing like animated CG trailers for games and like opening cinematics for games, like even shit ton of the DC games, like they've done like all those oh, really wow. awesome uh, cinematics, and then they made Deadpool, and it's like, yeah, these guys know comics. Like, uh, which is, them, which, is like, which sucks because this guy, Zack Snyder's always boasting about how much of a comic dork than, he is and like talking these Snyder movies with these his friends and shit. But then, like, also making fun of fans, like, uh, I forget yeah. it was actually Snyder or Goyer a year ago or something, like, yeah. saying that they hated Martian Manhunter. And, like, this was at a fan Q&A and, like, this is Goyer, I believe. Yeah, it was Goyer who's saying, like, oh, I hate him. And, like, oh, does anyone here know his backstory? It's like, dude, like, I fucking watched the Amade series. You can get his backstory from just watching that. It's like, <laughs> so tons of people wrote yeah. for me. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're but all I, From virgins. day it's fucking like, one, I've been saying Goyer is a, shit to uh, like a fan assist base. on the side of Warner Brothers <laughs> yeah, and DC's ass, up. man. You ever like, every, every, no, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't his like? Oh, sorry, but it's just uh, that like isn't his writing yeah. credits on the like? Well, he. Uh, uh, be, uh, yeah. The other Batman well, films yeah. Just I'm, because, I'm, like, I'm sure. Initially he, wrote he, wrote, Begins, he wrote. But then, like, uh, the, he wrote. The Batman Begins with Christopher Nolan. Um, yeah, and then he's been so he's been like a consultant. Uh, for the longest time, I yeah, guess. Like but it just seems like in my, it, I just so I feel that flavor, his flavor of dialogue and and story elements mm -hmm. that have been used in previous films, all the way down to fucking Blade Two, Blade One. You know what I mean? Like just the everything bad in any of those movies, Dark Knight included. I always am just like fucking David Goyer, man. Like who? Like yeah. does nobody? recognize this you know and and maybe they have i'm not sure his involvement at this point but <laughs> but for for in any case it's like with all the source material to go from i feel like you could just copy paste some of these word bubbles and some of these conversations between characters and throw them up on the screen you know that would at least be better than trying to like reinvent the wheel each time and it be coming out being square shaped <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is. Mm -hmm. We should we should pull together and make a. Uh, it's just a, a it's fan missed films. opportunities, yeah. man. Missed <laughs> opportunities. Something. Actually, not us, but somebody who has money who might be listening to this. <laughs> do that need shit, to do we'll man. Need to save it. this DC <laughs> yeah. world. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Give us. Give us that money, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll be able to handle it very well. We'll have a black yeah. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Batwing? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Let's do it. There, there is one in the comics, right? Bat, well, he's called Batwing, mm. though. Yeah. Yeah. He's in uh, Bad Blood, the these. new Batman animated film. <laughs> is that any good? <laughs> It's great. Uh, it's got Batwoman in it, and she's awesome. Is she kissing women? She she does. I think I I think she does get with a lady in it. Oh, is yeah, she? From what I hear with that, it's like they played yeah. off. In fact, like they should show more thing, of it, which it, 
It shouldn't be. And just the fact that <laughs> yeah, know, she's of course. not a lesbian. It's like, no. <laughs> it's not like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they're... <laughs> Oh there's like God. no, there's like no, there's like no conversation in the movie that she has to like describe her sexual orientation, or no one in the thing goes, "Oh my gosh, you kissed a girl." It's like okay. it's just it, it's it's really well done. Yeah. I didn't know that that was actually one of the good ones. The last one I saw was that Aquaman one, and that one was just okay. Yeah. yeah. Kind no, of another missed good. opportunity. Okay, yeah. that's good to hear. I feel like they're kind um, of setting up for a Batman Incorporated uh, animated thing. I haven't read that yet, but I should because I know that's good. Morrison. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun read. It's definitely uh, he definitely pushes the envelope of the the Batman verse yeah. universe to see what all could actually happen within it. Like setting up a Batman in every like country is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or do you know state. that? Uh, apparently he based those like new Batman, like the like if, if he went to France, he based that Batman he made in France off of uh, like an actual like French comic book that had a Batman like character and was popular locally. Oh, okay. It's yeah, like, oh, there's yeah, a, there's yeah. a bit what, of what comic book history to it, international comic book history to that series. Oh, cool. That's cool. It's it's yeah. a fun read, man. I definitely think you should check it out. All right. Uh, Batman Incorporated. Yeah, it's just like... I think it's like Bruce Wayne comes out and says he's Batman. And that he's setting up Batmans all over the the world, basically. And yeah. he's just setting up this fucking franchise that, like, despite if Bruce Wayne dies, it's going to carry on a legacy of there will always be a Batman somewhere. And it's like the trials and tribulations that come with trying to do this sort of thing. And like, you know, the, you get you get a good Batman in this country, but then he might not be that good. Or you get like these villains that are just like fucking brutal, man. And they like end up killing off Batmans. And yeah, it's I just, it's Grant crazy. Morrison. But it's Grant Morrison. So the, you kind of know what you're getting into with all that. Yeah. Wild and yeah, trippy from shit. from Batman and Robin. Oh, man, yeah, that's why I love great. it. Yeah, he's he's whacked out, man. Yeah, it was Professor great. Professor Pig is that was his name? That, is that uh, is that uh, when you Batman first get Damien? Is that the first time you meet Damien? Yeah, that was an awesome in that series. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's when Damien shows up. Yeah. Damien's great, man. Oh. I don't know what's going on because Batman he die, can't hang on to a Robin uh, in the New Fifty Two or whatever. I think there was like a death of that Robin, yeah. but I don't. I didn't. Fuck. Care. I didn't read it. So. Apparently, he's back. Not even his son, man. That's his flesh and blood. <laughs> they, they, uh, in the uh, new animated movies, they play up the Damien's in it a lot, and I really like the voice yes. actor that does Damien's yeah. voice and just the way he carries that character. He's just like I don't know. He's just a cocky little <laughs> shit, and I love it. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's just—he's an insane, yeah, he's like killer. hard to fucking bear, right? He's a little Not insane, shit, but a trained. Yeah, dude, he's but he's like he's also a badass because he's like trained by his mom. Yeah, it's like it. it... Yeah, he's like nah. the whole like when he first becomes Robin, but uh, like Batman has a hard time reining in that like killer instinct that he's like developed like living with his mother and like with the uh, League of Shadows and whatnot. And then um, as he progresses, he gets why his father does what he does, which is really cool to see him turn. But there's always those moments of like, 
my favorite stuff is in the uh is in the animated films is when it's yes. like you're like oh, okay here's like here's this mass of villains and there's like the really big one and you're like okay batman will fight him and then damien's like running past batman to fight that one and you're like what are you doing but uh i just love his like yeah just like cavalier like fuck it let's get into it guy let's see how strong you are because he's like what i think he's like 15 in it or maybe younger i'm gonna have to check all those out so he's like a little kid but uh it's it's fun to watch those uh animated movies yeah. under the red hood was my favorite i look forward to them i look forward to him every time like dc's like got its roster up i'm like yeah, oh my god i can't wait yeah. it's gonna be so good what's yeah, oh man oh, so good so good that's the batman movie they should make it really is. oh dude yeah yeah that's what I like. I'm hoping they do something uh, like if Affleck takes over, I'm really hoping that they do like a Red Hood kind of thing. And maybe we can get back to a, a different Joker, or just have Jared Leto be a different kind of Joker than what Suicide Squad offers or whatever is going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it'd just yeah, be interesting. We'll I, think, I mean, I'm, I'm really despite his look, I, that, that, I mean, if, if I he, he pulls off a really well killer Joker performance, I think most people will forgive. Um, yeah. Oh, God, I hate, I hate the look. Oh. Yeah, uh, from Mr. Nobody, from that movie, Mr. Nobody. Um, oh yeah, I there was a YouTube uh, yeah, video of him laughing, it, but, and it was like uh, a really awesome Joker. I saw that laugh. clip, the one you're talking about, and his laugh is great. And even the little, little tiny snippets of the laugh that, that you get in yeah. Suicide Squad trailer. Um, you know what I think? Like, in, what, whatever his look, wherever that resides, I think what we are starting to see is like a more familiar Joker, um, what sounds like more like the cartoon style Joker in terms of like the way the laugh sounds. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It, it, I'm just excited to see what his take is on it the same way I was about Heath Ledger and anybody else for that matter. Even that kid right. from Gotham who yeah. played like the pseudo Joker, they did a, that was a really well done, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. I had to tap out. I'm, yeah, I'm, that kid's great. I'm gonna wait until until. Yeah, that wasn't I'm bad. gonna wait a while. <laughs> till it's I catch awesome. the weirdest comic book yeah, TV too. show, man. It is so like. <laughs> Definitely. I kind of tapped out on that one. I don't know. I this. It goes from like being pretty good to being like the worst shit you've seen in a while. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's. That's exactly. Really, I, I didn't really watch, so but I'm just like, so are all Batman villains when actually becomes Batman gonna be like 80 years old or something? Like, what's going on? Yeah. It's like it could have been a really good show about Jim Gordon dealing with the mob in his early career, and maybe like hints here and there about yeah. like certain people or stuff. But yeah. like, then they just went whole whole hog. Like, screw it. Like, we're just gonna have. You know all these Batman villains, but without Batman, it makes no sense. And then, well, like... most of most of them are fairly young. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's Penguin. mostly age appropriate, I'd say. I, I mean, Penguin's probably like our age. So mm-hmm. if that, like, what holds Bruce like twelve, fifteen, or something? So yeah. uh, like fourteen, maybe. Yeah, like so. I don't think there's that big of a difference. Like, we would just be a younger Batman. And, like, if you see any incarnation of the Penguin, the Penguin's a pretty old dude most of the time when he's drawn. Yeah. This is, like, yeah. probably the youngest I've ever seen a Penguin. The Riddler's also really young. He's probably our age. And then you have, like, Jonathan Crane, who is Bruce's age. You have Selena Kyle, which is Bruce's age. Uh, Ivy, which is 
Bruce's age, and you know, so they, I've only seen the first season. So I think for the most part, like they just, I feel like the characters they've introduced that are the older villains, I think mm-hmm. are fine. Cause I haven't seen the second season yet. So I don't, they could have added like 10 times more characters in this. What I'm saying is, uh, doesn't make any sense. But after the first season, uh, I feel like it's pretty cool. I definitely, I, I would really hope they get over this whole, like, we can't have Batman in this universe. Cause I'd really like to see like, you know, if they do like a third season, this kid starts getting older or whatever, or they just recast him as like a, a younger Batman. Cause I feel like most of the yeah. stories you get like a 30 plus year old Batman, but I'd like to see Batman in like a, like just see like a 20 year old Batman. Like, like what's, what are his year mistakes? One in the show. Or yeah, like, not even even before like becoming Batman, too, like there's that whole play, sequence of like like in Batman Begins where he leaves Gotham yeah, play, and, and play like wanders like the world on the world yeah. scale. He, could, or he could still not be Batman and not have the suit, but he could, he could they could do like two seasons of just that. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bat, like just Ninja. Bruce traveling. Yeah. Like it would have to be a totally different show, but. Hmm. But yeah, like he, yeah. he's traveling Asia and he's getting right his fucking bitch. ass kicked by, you know, yeah. by like looters in the middle of Mongolia and shit. Like that would be the shit. Yeah, I think their biggest problem was I, I... that they wind <laughs> that like the initial like thing about the show was focusing on Jim Gordon and it's just like, but then they just want to add more and more Batman stuff to it where it's like you can focus on a really good Jim Gordon show and like one idea that I saw written online was like. You know, the first episode is about, once again, the death of the Waynes, where it's like that could have been like something for the season finale or something like see the buildup of like, yeah. why they're right, right, right. or something like that. Or that like sounds... actually, as you say, <laughs> yeah, like that sounds awesome. like a really good show of like Batman that shit. before Batman, of him traveling the world, of becoming like seeing how he uh, turns into this character. Well, yeah, like one thing I one thing I like about Gotham, too, is that I. I don't know. I'm a big fan. Like, if you're going to give me something, show me something new I haven't seen in the comics every time I've read a comic, you know? So if they wanted to do a young Batman in this Gotham universe, then shit, yeah, yeah. man, I'm totally down for that. I want to see that. What's your take on it? Let's do it. You know, because, like, if I want to read Batman Year One or The Dark Knight Returns, I'll go fucking read those comics, man. Like, I don't care to pick that comic up and re- read through it again. I don't need to pop in a DVD to, like, watch it, you know? Like... It's just like, if you got cool ideas, man, put them out there. Because if there's anything that we know that comic books can do is they always rewrite stuff. They always do stuff differently. But as soon as you put it into like a visual uh, a visual form of media, people get really – they're like, it's not like the comic. It's not like this. This wouldn't have happened, and Penguin shouldn't be this, and Riddler shouldn't be like this. And it's like, dude, it's just called Gotham, man. Anything can happen. And I was like I, – I, that's what I like about the show for its missteps and the stuff it, it does that I like. I just feel like they could literally do anything with the show, and if like DC lets them, it could be an interesting, weird show, and they could put a lot of Grant Morrison stuff in there and just kind of go crazy with it, and that would be fun because you wouldn't have seen it in comics before yeah. or, or in the films. So, to me, it's yeah. it's also an issue of tone too with Gotham because it, it seems like it doesn't know whether it wants to be Adam West Batman or Nolan Batman. It's it's <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. It's it, it's kind of caught somewhere in between, and when they show when they show they, uh, the penguins' uh, parents every Mr. time, it, it, that's like when it feels like mix, Burton's so it's, Batman. It's like, yeah, it's, I can only imagine. It's at so this point, weird. It's such a weird amalgamation of all the Batman universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
they're, they're, yeah. they don't know. I don't know. They might not know what they're doing, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of like the mess that it is. Like, it's just, it, like, I when it first came on, I watched, like, the first they do four have episodes. Fun with I was like, it. fuck this shit. This isn't bad. This isn't what I know. And then I, like, picked it up because I was bored and uh, started watching. I was like, yeah, this is fun. Like, I like this kind of, like, alternate, like, these writer alternate universe. Yeah, and, that's true. That's true. And I, I just kind of, I, I will take something new for faults or stuff that it does right that I really enjoy over seeing the same rehash shit over and over again. You know, like the right. thing that bugged me a lot about, fucking, like I, I said this to Stefan and Andrew, I was like, if I get breaking. another fucking like uh, uh, Batman's parents death scene in a movie, I might lose <laughs> yeah. my mind. Because the scene is so long. Yeah. Like we know. Yeah, it's like. Like, how many ways, like, even in Gotham, it's like, how many, it's been done so many different ways. It's like, what's the real way? I don't know how this actually went down, but I don't know, man. I just, I'm, I'm up for, like, new things, experimenting with these, like, universes yeah. or these characters yeah. we've had forever. It's like, I was talking to Stefan, like, about Civil War and stuff, how I really thought it'd been really yes. cool if they would have done, like, a Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, for sure, especially since the comic totally books, as, as the younger audiences become more familiar with what's happening Parker, in the comics but, now, you know, there they're, they're so diverse. You have a black Captain America, a female Miles. Thor, a black Puerto Rican but, Spider-Man, a Muslim Miss Marvel. So... You know, yeah, that's what I've heard. I gotta read it, but it's like that's kind of the age we're approaching, and I think, you know, it, it goes back to like the Oscars and that still that mm-hmm. being a big part so of you know like yeah. these actors who aren't getting commended for these certain roles and blah blah blah. But it's like a lot of the roles that most Americans are familiar with aren't the art house films that are getting nominated. They're the fucking superhero movies that's up until now have been so oversaturated and and like quote unquote whitewashed. Um, you know, even that movie Age of Egypt, or is that, is that what it's called? Something Gods Gods of Egypt. Um, even that that hadn't even come out yet. That the one fucking teaser came out of that shit, and people were like, "Oh hell no," <laughs> you know. So so we're we're reaching we're in this Gods age now where those things are possible. <laughs> um, for them going back to Peter Parker, I mean, I, I understand it. Um, just because now Marvel, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like because Marvel has their take on it now. Like the Russo brothers who are doing the Avenger m- movies now have that um, character to toy with their way in their universe, and they're great. You know, they're doing a great job with it. So it's like, I mean, I doubt Disney or Marvel, would, whoever the executives were, would have been like, you know, now that we got a fresh start, let's go ahead and totally flip it on its head. Um, but but it'll happen. That shit'll happen. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you were saying, Stefan, about with, like, uh, Star Wars and Finn being, and, like, even Ray being, like, these two main characters of this new film series. And one's a black man and one's a woman. And, like, they're awesome in it, and everyone loves those characters. I think we'll see a big change in, like... Who and it's happening really fast at this point. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the change of these characters because they can't, they can't, run you know, like these like movies after, can't keep up with the comics the because the comics and shows are constantly changing and the comics yeah. and shows are just like yeah. their own beast. So it's like in order to maintain your demographic or like, or like maintain the audience that you want, you have to show them the familiar images that, that that's like happening in the moment or, you know, this year, next year, whatever.
Yeah. Yeah, as you guys were like talking about to uh, a couple episodes back about like you know Iron Fist and things like that, it's definitely about like characters today. <coughs> as long if race doesn't define yeah. their character, anyone should be able to play that. Like I felt like they met like. Oh, I'm still gonna be excited to see Doctor Strange, but Benedict Cumberbatch, like they could have oh, cast right, like, right. anyone yeah. else in that role. I know a lot. Of he would have been great. I didn't even Odin think of that. Fear, or uh, I forget the actor's name who, um, from Game of Thrones, the Viper. Yeah. Like I thought he he could have been a good Doctor yeah. Strange, and like, yeah, like the way that he plays in Game of Thrones, that cockiness in there, like definitely plays to Doctor Strange. And it's like yeah. for all these characters that like. They don't say that they have to be white mm -hmm. in their roles, but yeah, like, like yeah. unless of like it's very specific to that character, at least for like you know Captain America for the time period of you know being World War Two stuff like that. And I do feel like with Iron Fist, they are in a bit of a lose lose situation with that mm -hmm. whole thing because like oh if they went with Asian, as you guys were talking about Asian character like oh why is the one new Asian guy the martial artist. Or like, why does he have to once again? Be a white <laughs> it was, guy? It, was it was the '70s when mean, white people and black people started getting along. Especially in the comics, when it was him <laughs> and Luke Cage working together, because Luke Cage was constantly showing him like how wrong he was about like, yeah, yeah. It was like he was in the <laughs> yeah. comics was like, you know, trying to help out in Hell's Kitchen and Harlem and stuff like that. But he's like fucking up and like you know luke cage is like showing him like no this yeah. is how things actually are so it's like that kind of pathos for a character yeah. can can be done well as a white but like granted they still could have done like someone else who is like just out of touch uh with that uh type of world and things like that it's once again just comes down to mm -hmm. dude just people want it just get more diverse actors out there like i'm excited to see you know like as I was saying, Wonder Woman. Excited to see Black Panther and you yeah. know Captain Marvel when they come out. Yeah. Yeah, it'll yeah, be cool. I'm probably more excited to see Black Panther than I am to yeah. see Doctor well, Strange, and, but I am really excited when, to see when, both. Yeah. I definitely Just to see the Marvel Universe awesome. spread to Africa. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> that in and of itself is really interesting. Yeah. You know? That'll that be really, cool. It's a really yeah. bad, they got yeah. the I love Creed for that as well, so that's definitely gonna be good. Station. Yeah, that movie's sad Station. as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Station. But it's, Cougar, yeah. Yeah. it is. It is watching that. You know, it's real. It's real, like down to earth, uh, low budget. Did you guys film. see Fruitvale Station? But um, no. seeing how he developed uh, well, from there as a director to yeah, Creed, good, which was handled in such like, it was handled as like this great black American movie, as well as being part of the Rocky um, world. Yeah as well as having like its own flavor in a lot of ways in, you know, it, like it plays a lot to the millennial audience, um, which, uh, you know, which will be, it, it's just going to be cool to see how this guy takes this like indie filmmaker style, very like, uh, like very conscious of the black and African American culture that he is from and has represented on screen um, to see them take that into a fantasy world, like, the marvel universe with black panther in africa you know because there's so much to be said about the state of the world now and you know i think a lot for a lot of people it's these big giant characters that we have used as an escape that kind of like relay those messages to us and why it's important to be a hero or 
have hope or fucking, you know, fight for what you believe in or whatever. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, even for Civil War, hey, uh, Black Panther looks like the most badass character there. I love the shot yeah. in the trailer where he's getting fucking hit by like yo know, fifty cow bullets, uh-huh. and he's like, "What?" <laughs> hey, uh, I'm yeah. gonna have to get off here because my battery's gonna die. Um, oh no, we're not gonna get your uh, Euro trip story. No, we can do that next time. Uh, yeah. Since right. we. I figured uh, a lot of this was probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. versus Superman anyway, but uh, right. it was great yeah. talking to you guys. Yeah. Continue yeah. on the conversation, um, and I'll see you guys next Sunday yeah. if it's happening again. Find, hey, find right. the right button when you leave this chat. <laughs> okay, I will. Yeah, have a good one, Maddie. Have a good one. Yeah, have a good one. Later. Well, I think that's it, everybody. Uh, that's the end of episode five, and um, thanks for uh, tuning in. And again, if you I mean, you found us, so I guess you you know uh, what site to go to. But just to reinforce it, uh, <laughs> you got to search for Thundercast Podcasts on iTunes or uh, SoundCloud, or uh, my Twitter's Thunderwolf Live. You can probably find me via Thunderwolf Lives as well. And um, that's basically it. Uh, this is Andrew from Los Angeles. This is Stefan from Denver, and this is James from Los Angeles. All right, thanks a lot, everybody, and catch you next time. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 